Hello, Merry Christmas, I'm Jeremy Eden. Hello, Happy Holidays, I'm Dan Eden. Hello, Happy Holidays, I'm Caitlin Eden. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies, Happy Holidays. Under 90 minutes, ho, 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 ho. Happy Holidays. Delightfully stupid. Oh, okay. Today on our show, clocking in at 85 minutes, we're talking about 1992's The Muppet Christmas Carol, directed by first-time director Brian Henson. Woo! Of the Guys, Happy this... Time Murders fame. Of the Happy Time Murders, uh, The Muppet Treasure Island, and a bunch of TV stuff. Brian <laughs> Henson. Oh, there's magic in the air tonight, you guys, because we're talking about uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, which, again, is um, it, it is a Muppet movie, but dare I say it's not my Muppets. Oh, wow. You're just throwing the cards Take, on the table early. Taking a stance right off the bat. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm saying Ooh, that as a man who, who enjoys this movie. And you're a big Muppet fan. And I'm a Huge. Big, big Muppet Both fan. Both of you, you, I think that's why you guys are married. Because just because of the Muppets. It's really the only reason I agreed to this. It's your yeah. connection because of Kermit, because of Fozzie. You know the whole thing. It's the game. only thing we have in common. Yeah, the, uh, the pig and, and the, the blue one. Yeah. And uh, I'm a Fozzie guy, and he not a lot of Fozzie in this. No, it's sadly lacking in Fozzie. And we're going to talk about how the ways that they could have really more Muppetized this movie. Because mm-hmm. uh, to me, it feels like this movie is almost like... Uh, Brian Henson was like, I want to make a movie of the Muppet. I want to make the, the Christmas Carol... But we can use puppets as the ghosts, yeah. And then, like the Muppets are almost like an afterthought. They're in this tertiary movie. characters. In yeah. This. yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I kind of don't like it. That's my hot take. You're gonna, I'm kind of be, I'm gonna try to be nice because it's the holidays. But I have some issues because I think I just don't like a Christmas Carol. I find it didactic. I find it just like. At the end, it, the lesson is be a nicer person, otherwise you're going to see hypothetical situations where people shit-talk you. Right. And then a kid might die if you're an asshole, so like, <laughs> watch out. There's, that's true. And I guess maybe because we've seen this story just over and over and over and over and over again, but, like, you know, you got to think, you know, it's probably a, a pretty amazing story when it was uh, first introduced to people when they're like, wow, yeah, you know, that blows my mind, the idea of ghosts. And now it's like Makes you look every single TV show eventually for Christmas will do it. Like, they'll be visiting by some kind of ghost and if not they'll put a twist on it and it'll be around Halloween or exactly. at some point the Grim Reaper is showing up in some <laughs> sitcom <laughs> as, a, as a way of showing the person what could have been, could have been yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. what could be or what will be yeah will be uh, yeah let's go um, do it so yeah this movie is um, narrated by the Muppet that we trust the most Gonzo <laughs> as Charles Dickens <laughs> as Charles Dickens the author Dickens. of A Christmas Carol as now, uh, Dickens himself. It's been a while. I was four years old when this came out. I've yeah. seen it twice, maybe. Okay. Very oh, wow. young age, yeah. And I didn't realize the framing of it is is the Muppets are being cast as the... They're putting on a production. That's how you have to kind of look at it. Yes. Like, yeah. They're putting on a show for you, the audience, and it's meta, and Gonzo's about to talk to you with Rizzo. I forgot about all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The narration and all that. Yeah, definitely. So it's dedicated. When did Henson die? Uh, like, just this year, or like the year before this movie came out. Um, very, like, definitely in like the early 90s, maybe 1990 at the earliest, but uh, definitely uh, in Pneumonia the 90s. complications. He yes. was a Christian scientist, I think. Something like that. I don't and know. He, he just said, no, I, I don't believe. He didn't, he refused to go and that's how he passed he's very sad and then who else is it it's uh richard hunt richard hunt yeah he died of aids uh he was he he was a muppet performer he did uh scooter okay um was uh, he gonzo no, David Gels has always okay. been uh, Gonzo. So this is the same Gonzo. This is the same Gonzo. What? Yeah. But you got to yeah. think the last Muppet movie wow. that we saw prior to this movie came out eight years prior. Mm. So you know you got to add like eight years of deepening world... to a person's voice. You know that just yeah. naturally happens. Uh, so I'm sorry, the world has been sans Muppets for eight years. No shows. No. No, maybe I'm Muppet sure that Babies? The Muppet Babies has definitely yeah. been on since the Muppet, Muppet Take Manhattan was in 1984, uh-huh. and then yeah, Muppet Babies spawned from that, and that definitely lasted at least until. 1990, maybe 1991, if I remember correctly. So that's got that's filling the Muppet void. Yeah. But when it comes to live action Muppets, mm-hmm. aside from maybe a handful of appearances on like other TV shows or like with that context, interesting uh, debut to bring them back. 
to put it uh, to frame it in a Christmas carol like this yeah. and make it a musical. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Um, so yeah, and this is also one of the only uh, uh, adaptations of the Christmas Carol that is able to incorporate the prose of Charles Dickens, which was the entire uh, point of having a narrator or an omniscient uh, storyteller for mm-hmm. this in the form of Gonzo. Is that right? That was the original intent of the story? Because that was the issue. I no, 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 no. That's just oh. when, when people adapt this, you know, they're skipping all of that, uh, you know, the, the stuff that the Gonzo... Unspoken the unspoken the, 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 Yeah, the, the narration that Gonzo yeah. speaks is stuff that couldn't be incorporated because it's not dialogue and there's no narrator to any other version of A Christmas Carol. But they wanted to, like, incorporate a lot of that, that type of uh, speaking and writing into this movie and that's why they have that whole character i I don't i this is why i kind of have an issue with it is because this the story christmas carol scrooge is granted this sort of omniscience he gets to see versions of himself from a distance so to speak right but then you add this other layer of omniscience in the movie with gonzo watching him watch the version it's almost like a like a lasagna or inception yeah it's very layered (laughs) yeah and i don't know if i i guess i feel neutral about it yeah yeah well, I mean, to me, it's just like, yeah, why is this not Kermit? Like, yeah. if you're not going to have, you know, a, a Muppet B. Scrooge himself, mm-hmm. then why would you not have your Muppet star be the narrator of this movie? The because idea is like... Bob oh, Cratchit is like the the protagonist almost. He's kind of a linchpin because his son is Tim and Tim is the, the linchpin, the, yeah. the, the morality tale of Scrooge. Mm-hmm. But the level that... Uh, Cratchit is used in this movie. It, it doesn't balance. Like it's to me, it could they could have gone a different direction like that under the guise of the Muppets giving you the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Then have Kermit be this narrator, and then you could cast somebody, especially if it was Gonzo in that role. That the would Cratchit be funny role. because you could play mm-hmm. off of the Muppet Babies whole thing where Gonzo had this huge insane crush on Piggy. Like that was a big oh really part oh. of uh, yeah. yeah, and she was always rejecting him. You know. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could think of is was to get Miss Piggy to be the wife who talks shit about Scrooge because that's the role you really want her. Well, for. yeah. Let, and w- when we get to the ghosts, I will uh, I, I will explain a little bit of the backstory that actually uh, goes into this movie. But uh, anyway, let, we'll, we move okay. on. Okay. Uh, uh, from the opening credits, Gonzo is playing Charles Dickens, and Rizzo is playing himself, just kind of <laughs> palling around, palling around. Rizzo as himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're here to explain the story, and then they introduce uh, Scrooge, who will be coming around the corner right now. Okay. Like, and then oh, and that opening shot of Scrooge, I like mm-hmm. immediately. So it's like a from the ground mm-hmm. shot, like low shot up to Scrooge, and I just noticed that like his hat was huge. Yeah, he's got a. It big... was like Danny DeVito in any <laughs> Tim Burton movie. Oh, he's got a big ass top hat. Yeah. So and, huge. It, and, and it and it narrows <laughs> in the middle too. It's not a straight top hat. It's that kind yeah. that like has a waist to it. You yeah. Know? Don't like you worry. Cinched about top hats in this movie. The rats have top oh, hats. Oh, there's yes. plenty of top hats to be had by all. Well, that was the first thing I noticed about Scrooge's introduction was oh, how huge great. his hat was. It's yeah, amazing. and and then we get the... Uh, it's the year of the top hat, really. And, and a better Christmas movie this year? Batman Returns. Penguin? Big old top hat. <laughs> big old, big old same top, top hat. hat. I don't remember if there also were any top Christmas hats movie. in Home Alone 2, but that's another Christmas movie that came out this year, so... Well. But anyway... Um, we get the uh, the Scrooge song, which um, good song. yeah, first is song. The, probably the only good song in. I oh, think this take. is at, when Jeremy and I first started rewatching this movie just last night. In fact, um, I rem- as the sh- movie began, I said, "Oh, you know what? I forgot how bad the music is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how bad the songs are, and like the Marley and Marley one, I think is, is the worst. Oh, but then on it's but a the, criminal oh, song." <laughs> On this rewatching, I realized the Marley and Marley one wasn't even the worst one, but I'll get to that opinion later uh, in our breakdown. But I realized after rewatching the entire movie again, I think not all of the music's bad. I think what happens is it starts at its peak and it just goes down. It's exact. Step by it's, step, it's a step by step, step. down. Yes, because you're right. Because the very mm-hmm. next song each is, subsequent is, song is worse than the one yeah, before. Because the yeah. next song is is the Cratchit song, and it's that's not. The, 
the one more sleep till Christmas. Yeah, and that's not a bad song no, either. No, that's it's, a good song. It's a catchy little, you know. Is that, is that a dramatic song? Is that a sadder one? No, that's the that's the no. one where let's, one. let's close up for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun song. Yeah. We're having fun and yeah. closing up the show. So that, that's how I feel about. That's how I now feel about the overall soundtrack of this movie. Yeah, you're right. It, it so, definitely it peaks at the beginning and it goes downhill from there. Yeah. So the but, first one is the Here Comes Mister Home. Even the Here best song in this movie. Pales in comparison to like the worst song in the original three Muppet movies. Like, yeah, yeah, like none of the music is you know, really like, that. Everything good. in the Great Muppet Caper is great. Even the <laughs> song that, as a child, you're like, this song is stupid. Like the the uh, the Miss Piggy song when they're serenading Miss Piggy. Yeah, as an adult, I watched that scene and I'm laughing my ass off. It's funny, yeah. but as a child, I'm like, oh, this song is stupid. Yeah. But, like, that's still so much better than even this Scrooge song. Let's face it. Like, this is an era of Muppets that's inferior to all previous Muppets. Yeah. You gotta set and calibrate, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a question for you guys, uh, not to get in too much of a tangent, but it didn't dawn on me until now that I'm 30 that human Muppets coexisting with human beings is strange to me, but it's, there's real bears, and then there's, you know, a felted bear. There's Fozzie. Yeah. Does that, is God in this world, is he creating (laughs) felted bears and regular bears? bears am i thinking too much yes yes yeah. but and then katie was like well what about the swedish chef he's a human you never blink thought twice about him or statler oh. or waldorf yeah and i'm just now that i'm 30 though i'm thinking about human muppets <laughs> and i'm a little it's a, it's a, it's a but weird... swedish chef is different in that he does have actual human yes, hands which adds a level he is creepy. Uh, yeah. he is a breed of his own he was made by a you know clearly a muppet and a human parent and, and swedish chef is what they made and i want to talk about the ghost of christmas present because that is unnatural to me yeah, yeah that's... there's a, when i'll just say it now i guess when you draw a line between a costume and a puppet. A Muppet should be a puppet, not a costume. Yeah. Like, yeah. right? The, well, the, With I mean, real legs, someone's wearing, like, yeah. the face and the, wearing the arms. I, I agree with you, because, like, later on when we see Kermit singing and he's walking around the town and we see his legs, his I'm legs. like, I, I still hate seeing the I Muppet's legs. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I like it when they pepper it in, actually. I thought it was a nice technical achievement that was just... It wasn't overplayed like the bike. Like here's the fucking bikes in this movie. But I think the bikes. I think it was uh, like, the bikes just work to me. I don't know, like because well, the like, bikes are, are like, like I said, and I think in a previous episode, like punching God in the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when they were able to operate those bicycles. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't like seeing Muppets' legs. I never liked it, even in the original Muppet movie, when you see Fozzie's legs on stage, like when you first meet him. It's like it's weird. Um. But to an extent, you gotta like think about like Big Bird. You know, it's a yeah, it's a person it's the same in a thing. yeah. So it's like apples it, and oranges to me, even though they're all felted friends. I know, but <laughs> it is weird. No, when you have a a humanoid, it's not like it's a giant bird. It is yeah. a humanoid. Yeah. Like, it's a human with a beard who also happens to be a giant puppet. And I know the guy. Who's the name of the guy who chases them? Wait for me in Muppet movie because that's a guy in a costume. Oh, Sweetums, yeah. I accept yeah. that. So I don't know. I have to get over this hump. Yeah, yeah. it's that's a, a personal weird. thing. Well, anyway, uh, back at the movie, we get the Scrooge number, and pretty much it's all the townspeople singing about what an awful man this Scrooge guy is. Yeah, he's a real dick. A quintessential musical number uh, for a movie, you know? It's you're introducing your main character here, mm -hmm. everybody is speaking about him and what he means. the opposite of Belle and Beauty and the Beast, because they're like, oh, she's so interesting. Yeah. But he's like, he's a fucking asshole. (laughs) But it's like the opening of Wicked. They're all like, Um, yeah, she's fucking dead. Hooray, let's have a big ass party because this bitch is dead <laughs> and he goes to work and he's uh what does he do exactly he's like an uh like an financial he's a bookkeeper no 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 he's like a landlord because yeah. he's sending it he sends a out lender. eviction yeah he's yeah. a lender uh-huh. um and yeah. he can evict people he has the power to evict people he's, so he because <laughs> uh he gives kermit a stack of evictions to work on yeah. for christmas i guess we're just in it now yeah because it's a short movie there's not a lot to it yeah. and, uh, and honestly and like here's the thing it's like Scene by scene, you know what happens already yeah. in a Christmas Carol. It's not like we're introduced. Okay, so now this is the scene where Scrooge gets introduced. Like everyone knows, he gets visited by the ghosts and all that. But right. like, yeah, but, you're right. But Kermit. But apparently, we don't know his job. So like, yeah, we don't so know all the details. Do you guys don't know everything. <laughs> 
Kermit and the Rats, they work for Scrooge, and uh, Scrooge is giving them a stack of evictions to work on on Christmas. They don't like that, Christmas of course. Eve, yeah. yeah. They want the day off, and Scrooge, uh, later on at the end of the day, finally, all the rats like push Kermit forward. It's very cute. <laughs> he, like, he works up the courage, kind of hat in hand, to ask, can, I was wondering if maybe we can get the day off. Yeah. And this and, is uh, uh, Steve Whitmire's first performance what do you as think? Kermit. Here's the thing. I grew to appreciate him, but it was because of the addition of time. And here's why. You got Jim Henson doing Kermit, and it's as full of life as it could possibly be because it's his, it's, you know, Kermit is basically an extension of, of Jim Henson, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you got Steve Whitmire performing him. And when you watch him do it in a movie like The Muppets, the reboot that they did with Jason Siegel, mm-hmm. it felt so right to me because something in his voice, it, his voice sounds hmm. like Kermit has aged, like, a good fifty and years or something. Kermit's always been an old soul. Yeah, but it yeah. sounds like his like his age is really catching up to him in his because there's something more meek to Steve Whitmire's and you know, voice. And it's not crazy to think Steve he's been working on it for that much yeah. time before yeah. that right. Seagull movie. So. Um, so watching it now, it's like okay, yeah, that's pretty much what the same voice is. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know. It, I'll tell you something funny. I was watching it and I thought this Kermit sucks and. B, I thought, this is Brian Henson doing this. And then I saw in the credits it was Steve Whitmire. I was like, yeah. oh, shit, now my world's topsy-turvy because I don't know who I like yeah. better than Henson. No, well, or I like, think... I mean, second to Henson. I think the problem is that Steve Whitmire is doing too many... Ma- there, he's trying to do an impression at certain times of Jim Henson's voice. And it's like, mm. there's certain things that you can tell he dropped doing certain Kermit-isms and changed it to be something Made else. Made his own. Yeah. yeah. He added his own layers to it. and uh, But yeah, there's definitely like, ooh, he's trying to be something that he's not quite comfortable with yet. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah. So, and then you got Michael Caine. What do you guys think of him as Scrooge? I like him as Scrooge. Michael Caine so much. is amazing yeah. in this yeah. movie. Like, honest he's to God, oh, yeah, hands he's down, great. Oscar-worthy amazing <laughs> in this movie. Wow. He, gets, he, he, only, he does. He treats every scene very seriously, especially mm-hmm. at the end when he's begging the, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, and he like that's what he said. When he was cast in this movie, he told Brian Henson, he? he's like, I am not going to do any winking to the Good. camera. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to treat this like I'm working wow. with the Royal Shakespeare Company. That's great. And Brian nice. Henson was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> uh, Bunsen and Beaker appearance. They are accepting donations, and this is just an example of Scrooge being an asshole. He turns them down, kicks them out on the street. Mm-hmm. There's a little caroler. He's like a little, the little bean bunny. bunny. Yeah, bunny. fans of yeah. Uh, Muppet Vision 3D at Disney World will know oh. who yes. uh, Bean Bunny is. And bean I think bunny. Bean Bunny was a featured a little bit in the uh, the Muppet Show, if I'm not mistaken. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I'm I've not, never seen him before. I'm so not as familiar, but he's he's uh, he's definitely a big part of the Muppet Vision 3D show. Like, what's uh, that like? Is that like watching a movie? But it's awesome because it was yeah. made. It's the very last thing that Jim Henson know, did yeah, as I Kermit before he died, and uh, it's really cool. Like, it, for a 3D, you're just sitting there. You're watching like a short, like 15 minute 3D movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like to me, uh, I've gone to a couple other 3D movies at Disney World. I went to like see the Bugs Life one once, Ooh. and I no, the Muppets was like so much better. Uh, to but there's me. also some actual like spoiler Muppet interaction oh. within the attraction as well. Really? You have Stadler and Waldorf. Yeah, really? there's yeah, an animatronic Stadler and Waldorf in a balcony. And then Sweetums makes an appearance. Oh, yeah, he actually comes. A guy, yeah, as Sweetums comes out into the audience at one point. <laughs> and Sweetums Chef and, is uh, operating the projector in the back. In the back, wow. yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is, uh, I gotta see that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, and there's another, yeah, there's a new one now in like uh, Liberty Square or whatever. Yeah, in Liberty Square in Magic Kingdom. There's this building where all of a sudden, like, this music starts playing and, like, the Muppet, uh, Sam Eagle comes out. In the windows, on, like, the second floor. And he comes out and he addresses, like, the crowd and he tells them, like, Sam the Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love him. Sam might be my favorite. I'm a Fozzie guy, but if we're doing whole span, I think Sam might be. Honestly, Sam is the funniest bit of this whole movie. I don't even have to refresh my. Love it. Yeah. Um, also, so yeah, back at uh, yeah. Scrooge's, you know, place of employment, his nephew Fred shows up. Also, yeah, with this Eddie Redmayne looking guy. Yeah, I thought he looked yeah. like uh, Domino Gleason. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, a little uh, bit. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he and shows he up. and uh, so he shows up, starts spreading all this Christmas cheer around, and Scrooge gives a bunch of humbugs. He and says, uh, "I'm spending Christmas with my love." He goes, "Ha!" He like laughs. At him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Humbug. Um, the thing I noticed, Humbug. the thing that stuck out to me about Fred in this scene was his horrible wardrobe choices. He 
it has this vest that's all covered in like holly leaves. Oh great! And berries. It's this like tan vest with all these Birds green are holly always leaves. At his nipples, like <laughs> get away! But oh. his pants are this like crazy plaid pattern. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is terrible. Rocking it. Uh, Clash City is what I wrote. <laughs> Clash City. Clash City for a nephew friend. Uh, Scrooge says the homeless population should either go to prison or die. Yeah. Beaker, yeah. Beaker cries. Dickens, Dickens wrote that. It's very sad. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Dickens wrote all that. Well, you know, there's something about this movie. It's very Dickensian. Yeah. <laughs> it's odd. I don't know. I can't it's quite. Kafka S. I can't quite put my finger on it. Because it's by Franz Kafka. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the rabbit at the door. Muppets uh, doing some clerical work. I don't see too much of that, but they're working for Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And this is the clerical like, work. I definitely feel like this movie, you know, like you can say like the bicycles were like a big in your face <laughs> thing. But to me, this movie does like every Muppet trick that they you know, like they can pull. And there's like something about like, like the it's way the he's, he's kind of like holding the pen and kind of like gets out of like. The performance of the Muppets, I'm just saying, by the 1992 has gotten rock solid. Can I say something about the performances of the Muppets? You can't unsee this, that once I've noticed how often they affirm their own statements by nodding, so many Muppets nod after their statements. you got to give them more life, because otherwise know, it's just like a... There's so much yeah. nodding in this these movies. Yeah. But i got to be like... Yeah, you, you you may criticize that, but at the same time, I just I like I was blown away last night the fact that two puppets were actually making me cry in their oh, performance. Wow! In their performance together, we'll wow. get there later. Okay, uh, Kermit asked for the, yeah Xmas off. Scrooge oh, gives oh, customary. Okay, yeah. So here's my question about this: mm-hmm. Is that like Kermit asks you know Scrooge and like Scrooge? seems so surprised by this request. I know, like, like this dude is really old. Like, mm-hmm. what have you done every Christmas past? <laughs> he can't like, like, does he forget that, like, every Christmas we close? Yeah. And, like, Kermit makes a good point of, like, well, every other business is closed, Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Like, you think that's something that you would remember at his age in life. Let me yeah. ask you this. Is do you think the turnaround is every year at Scrooge's place that he just pretends, like, business hours are on Christmas, that Every new staff he hires, which is every year, has to go through this, come to his office and ask, and then he goes through the aloof like, phase. <laughs> like, what do you mean again. people close on Christmas? <laughs> eventually they, eventually they do later. quit. By Easter, they usually quit. <laughs> They're but, gone by Easter. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. But like, that's a good question. I'm like, why is Scrooge so shocked at this request? <laughs> Christmas. What Christmas, is, what do you mean? Jesus. Like, humbug. were you born yesterday? <laughs> humbug. Which, which uh, like, a little piece of information, humbug essentially means bullshit. Does so it? He's he says that a lot in this movie. Bullshit. I think we just, we need that. That's what we need, it's just well, more bullshit. probably back when Dickens wrote this, that's, I would you know, love what? Bullshit. An updated was no version bullshit. of Christmas Carol where he says bullshit instead bah, of humbug. bullshit. It's bullshit. Oh, fuck that. No way. <laughs> Oh, you want bullshit. Christmas off? Fuck that. No. <laughs> and then he spits. Bah, bullshit. Ah, bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Kermit and the rats, uh, they close up the office. They saw, They sing the second best song. Yeah. The second best song. <laughs> Let's close up for Christmas. And then uh, One more sleep till Christmas is what I call it. I wrote Brian, this is because I'm an ignorant, Brian Henson as Kermit? Question mark <laughs> equals me no likey. <laughs> Me no likey. Me no likey. What an idiot. Uh, Uh, So, yeah, they close up the shop singing the song, and then they're walking around the town, which... Sliding uh, around This is the the second uh, musical number, and the second time we're getting a musical number on the streets of London. Mm -hmm. I realized, like, halfway through this movie, wow, they really utilized this, like, corner section of, like, the street. And I think we talked about this a little bit on Follow That Bird. Like, let's take a moment to appreciate how much actual work goes into that building a town not only just building the town but the fact that there's like dozens of per- muppet characters yeah. like in this town like that's it's not like, a regular set it's an elevated that's set. dozens of people that are like hiding tucked behind or under yeah. like you know just worried like pieces yeah you got to appreciate that yeah, yeah absolutely. um so yeah they're walking around the streets of london um they see a bunch of penguins I would say ice skating, but they're not skating. They're just ice gliding. Yeah, like, they're just penguins around. sliding around on the ice. <laughs> and they sort of join the well, party excuse there. Excuse us for 11. <laughs> penguins were from uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Great. And they said that. Yeah. I just have that this number ends with, uh, what's the little bunny's name again? Bean. 
Bean. Bean Bunny. Bean Bunny. When it ends with seeing little Bean Bunny, like, wrapped in, like, newspaper shivering in the snow. The like, exact same voice as Rizzo without the New York accent. They oh, made it, but it's sad. Uh-huh. Scrooge uh-huh. comes home, sees, the, in my opinion, the second most frightening thing. I'll tell you what the most frightening thing in this movie is. It's the door knocker, though, when it turns into <laughs> Waldorf. Yeah. Like, Wait, Statler. Statler. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Statler. it's okay. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's Christ. This. Uh, creepy as shit. I write, Rizzo's looking for some jelly beans in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, these transitions with Gonzo and Rizzo, they start off Dickens-esque, mm-hmm. and then they turn into Muppet-esque. Yeah. It's like, we give you we give you the, the proper prose, and, the, like and then a, we then give then you the joke. they just slip into, like, a vaudeville routine. Yeah, like, that is just slapstick. Super meta, uh, uh, Rizzo calls Gonzo out on being uh, omnip- omniscient. Right. Yeah. And Gonzo says, I'm omniscient, yeah, bitch. It's that, it's that Muppets acknowledging the fact that they're performing themselves. Yeah. Um, I, I love the, the Rizzo-Gonzo pairing, but, like, Again, it's just like you're thrusting Gonzo and Rizzo in the front, like of this movie, like a lot, like you yeah. Know. This was Gonzo and Rizzo's big break, really. Like, <laughs> yeah. This movie and Muppets in Space was an even bigger one for Gonzo, and he threw it away. Yeah, he threw his career away. He Gonzo. just, he just, he liked it better in the, in the, you know, in the third spotlight. Yeah, he had some marital issues with Camilla. I think that's what really did his career. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, look, scene. I don't want to... But, come on, we all know Gonzo's not a leading man, alright? He belongs in that third spotlight. He's a and that's where actor. he's comfortable. Yeah, that's you know, exactly that's where he, he fits, yeah. and that's where he's yeah. meant to be, but... So, Wald- which is the one with the stoner eyes of the, with the old guys? <laughs> that's that's Waldorf. He looks like he's baked. <laughs> so, oh, so you got so Statler is Abe Vigoda, <laughs> and Waldorf is the old guy from Home Alone with the <laughs> <earring>. dangly one. <laughs> yeah. She's got her cell phone. That is a great call. If you're making a live-action Muppet movie, <laughs> those two should be the those two Muppets. I couldn't yeah. agree more. Um, the Marley Marley song, the third best song in the movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. At this point, yeah. there's no song in no. it that's like really wor- until they get to like the reprise of. I don't know. I think maybe the song that comes after Marley and Marley's a little bit better, but we'll get to that when we get to it. But um, yeah, we get the Marley and Marley number after Scrooge is seen lurking around his dark ass home. He sits we'll, down next to the. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say we'll acknowledge the fact that there was in the story. There's really only one Marley. He's not visited yeah. by two. By the Marleys. <laughs> Jacob Marley yeah. in the story, and then you add in Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Is that what they did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Robert, Robert Marley. Marley and then there's like these wailing cash boxes, uh, which is a reference whalers. to the Whalers. Yes. I get it. And then we move on. Are we moving on to the girl, the ghost? That is the most scary thing in the movie, in my opinion, is the girl ghost uh, that shows up. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's it's pretty like computer damn. animated. No, it's, it's a puppet. Is it the way that they really? did it? It's a puppet. Oh. That, that's, that's basically, weird. no. Here's some interesting. The way that they made this Chills puppet work was they. The, it's a puppet that's operated underwater, oh. and then they oh, green screen wow. it into the movie. So that's why it looks like it's. I fluid appreciate and the like, technical uh, achievement, but it's it disturbs again, me. That's it's, why it's yeah. like that's why okay. And since we're on the ghosts, let's let's talk about this because in the original version of this story, the ghosts were played by Muppets in a way that I felt was much more appropriate. The first one would have been Piggy. She would have been the ghost of uh, Christmas Past. Okay, and mm-hmm. I think that would have been great because like. You know, like the. Of course, it, at that point, you kind of have to break the Dickensian dialogue where the ghost is like, don't blame me for these, like, visions. Like, that's a perfect, like, piggy moment to yeah, be like, yeah, like don't, oh, yeah. Yeah, don't fucking get mad at me Not because. assuming responsibility yeah. is a piggy's mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And of course, you know, hitting him with a hi Yeah, of course. <laughs> I had to get that in the episode <laughs> somewhere. Um, they Check ride that. through the skies to Scrooge's childhood. And now yes. we're in Scrooge's old classroom. Oh, and then in the Jim Carrey version, this is a whole big Wayland sequence where you're zipping around the skies because it's made in 3D. I didn't see And I'm that. like, how many of these versions of uh, Christmas Carol do they spend in the sky? Like, uh, how long yeah. do they spend in the sky in all of these movies? Mm-hmm. Next year, we decided because of this movie that we're going to do a, uh, a Scrooge week. We do a, uh, for the folks who listen 
at home, we do a, Caitlin and I do a 25 Days of Christmas Movies marathon. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, this is our sixth year that we've done it. We watch a different Christmas movie every single day, December 1st through the 25th. Nice. And I think... Uh, we do that for Halloween. Yeah, we do that, uh, well, we do 13 Nights of Halloween uh-huh. every every other year. Every other year, yes. Um, every other year. It's just, once you get there to, are like... too many movie At marathons. that point, it's like, we're just like, we can't watch like 38 movies like dedicate <laughs> in, in a two month nights. period like it's just um, it's too much but uh the christmas movies we do yeah every so year next year i think we're gonna we're gonna do a scrooge week and we're gonna watch like as many different, different versions christmas of christmas okay. carol so we're every see, week. Man, uh, i wonder how many movies is gonna be before you guys like we get it yeah. three ghosts <laughs> be I, wonder which, I wonder which ghost is gonna come next yeah. what day is it what day is it guys what day is it it's christmas day oh, it's christmas okay. day uh, yeah, yeah the goose the one that's a uh, yeah great get the turkey <laughs> um, anyway, with, uh, but with the Gonzo Rizzo, going back to that sort of adding them as characters in this own story, adding that level of omniscience, it makes it feel like I'm not so much with Scrooge on this journey. I'm kind of more with these guys watching him. It's, it adds a level of passivity that for me as an audience, a member. little bit, and that's why I'm glad that they piece out near the end when the mm. shit has to get dramatic. Yes. Like, yes. Like, no, we can't have the Muppets fucking up. Do Michael Caine's yeah. science theater. Michael Caine's yeah. Oscar performance. This is an Oscar nomination performance that we're they're gonna fight for this. I don't and, think uh, that happened. But. No. We get. Uh, is there anything in the classroom that we didn't go over? It's it basically the well. The kids that's talk where we get Sam the him? Eagle. Oh, Sam the Eagle shows up oh. in the classroom. Okay, as the headmaster. What yes. happens in that? And that's where, uh, uh, yeah, he's he's has this uh, where Scrooge basically he sees himself as a boy. Has the scene where he's like he you know he often spent time alone. It was a time to get more work done. Uh, you see that Scrooge kind of isolated himself. That's part of like who he is. Mm-hmm. He's always been that way. The marriage that comes a little later. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, yeah, Sam Eagle is like. I, what, is, what is even the speech about? Like, yeah, he gives Scrooge the speech about. You said it was the best about, part. Well, <laughs> no, it's because because of what happens at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So, uh, he's giving him this pep talk about uh, I don't know, like what a bright future he has, and like or like how he has to be fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. Yeah. Like, so, but basically, Scrooge says when he's watching him, like, oh, he was my biggest teacher and my biggest influence. I am, you know, the businessman I am today okay. because of him. Because of Sam and, the Eagle. Right. Because of but Sam the Eagle. Basically, and then Sam. Sam concludes it. She's like, "You must do this. It's the American way." Yeah, okay. And then, like, like he's like, "Hey, Sam. Oh, oh, yes, yes. It's the British way." <laughs> but then he does like this thing where he like. He looks down at like, like who, who's this talking to me? Like <laughs> shifts his gaze away. <laughs> anyway, and it's also really funny. And then, and then his throwaway line of like, yeah, and then <laughs> they're like they're transitioning to the next scene, and then for whatever reason, <laughs> he you says hear him to like, Scrooge. He's like, he's like, and don't tip the driver. <laughs> like, I don't know like, what don't the tip what the dick. Don't remember, don't tip the driver. Fucking well, yeah, like, maybe at that time it was an insult to be tipped for something like. Well, that. no, I'm saying like he taught Scrooge to be a Scrooge. Right, is exactly. what that's don't tip the driver. Yeah. Um, Fozzie shows up, right, as the powdered wig wearing. Yeah, guy. he plays, shows up as Fozzie Wig, which is Fezzy Wig in in the okay. original show. I thought it was Fuzzy Wig. Who, Fozzie's character? Yeah. No, he's playing Fozzie Wig. Fozzie Wig. That makes way which more sense. Which is almost Every like time oh. I heard it, I thought they kept saying Fuzzy Wig. <laughs> to I'm like, me, why don't they don't just say Fozzie? If we're doing some recasting here, Fozzie is the perfect ghost of Christmas present. He's like he's oh, jolly. Yeah. He's, he's like jolly. happy. He's like yeah. he's you know. Yeah, who's this fucking Gimli guy? The giant. I'm okay. I am not about giant Muppets. No. Even if it's just for a couple minutes. I'll give you Sweetums and that's it. Like and Big Bird. Sweetums and Big Bird and that's that's the limit. Um. Yeah, the second creepy ginger ghost of this. Uh, I think uh, Fozzie deserves to be God. If they had kids, uh, Scrooge and his wife. Fozzie should have been their godfather of their kid because he sets them up at that party. He introduces Scrooge and his lady. And then ultimately, are we there yet? Where he basically calls off the wedding, or she does, the engagement. Yeah, he meets uh, he meets this this woman, and he falls in love, and blah, blah, blah. Swedish you know. chef cameo in here. As, as time goes on, you find out that you know they've, they're engaged to be married and that he cares so much more about work. That he's like he's he's it's you know he's doing that thing where he's like I'm trying to do this for you yeah and she's just yeah. like bullshit like you're 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 all sucked into your work and you know she essentially like leaves him yeah because he he's says a he says I love you and she said oh you used to mm-hmm. and then she like walks away yeah. peace out Bill. Bef- sorry, I might have jumped a little. Before that, we, g- we get to see Animal. Animal, I never realized how long his oh, eyelashes yeah. are. 
He's got some long <laughs> yeah. lashes. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got him and, the, him and the band are playing at a Fozzie Wiggs party. And, yeah. yeah, what was the Swedish chef up to? Is he just doing something, cooking something real quick? I mean, he's got to be cooking something. He's yeah, a fucking chef. If course. he's not operating a projector, he's got to be cooking something. That's it was only two jobs. Rolf cameo, he's pounding them keys, tickling yep. them ivories. Yep, it would have been nice to hear Rolf talk a little bit, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, that was actually Jim Henson's probably closest Muppet, like, to himself. That was oh, his was first it? Muppet, uh, mm. Rolf, before even Kermit was invented. I see. Um, this isn't like, it's not, it's it's a, it's a movie with Muppets. To me, it's not a Muppet movie. No, it's like, again, you need to have, like, I'm fine with Scrooge being a human actor, but, like, I, I definitely feel like everyone else around them needs to be definitely more Muppetized, including, like, the ghosts. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And we'll just jump right ahead to, yeah. while we're talking about the ghosts, um, in the original plan, Scooter would have been the ghost of Christmas Present. Uh-huh. Uh, that became complicated because Richard Hunt died and Scooter was, like, his main character. Mm-hmm. And then the third ghost, which I think would have been a great idea, would have been Gonzo, in that cloak with just his nose sticking out. <laughs> like, that's a brilliant... And yes. it, like, you could have added a lot of physical comedy. That's Everyone right. would have known it's Gonzo without yeah. having to say yeah. a single word. Like, yeah. it would have been great. Playing it straight. Instead, you got, like... That that thing might as well not even be a Muppet. It's, like, the yeah. exact same thing from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Like, just this or giant Scrooged thing. with Bill Murray. Yeah, just, yeah. like, this big thing with a cloak. It yeah. looks exactly like every other ghost of Christmas yeah. yet to come. And mm-hmm. instead we get... Now we're at, like giant Gimli, this red-headed like yeah. dwarf, yeah. but he's like humongous. He takes up the whole room and then he shrinks down to like man size. Yeah. He's yeah. about the size as Scro- of Scrooge and they're like eye to eye and he shows them uh, oh god, he takes them to uh, Cratchit's house yeah. where, Cratchit's where house. we meet Piggy finally and, and his kids. These little fr- he says little he, pig Michael kids. Michael Caine's oh, like, let me see some joy. Let me take me to something that happened. And then well, he takes him to his own nephew's house. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, um, this is after this ghost shows up, we get the fourth best song in the movie, um, uh, yes. which I think is—I actually think it's better than Marley and Marley. Which, the one that's that like comes, the saddest. It feels kind of like one. Christmas. Oh yeah. There's a phone by the fire. There's a weird duet between like a prisoner and a cop in a cell. I'm like, yeah. is this consensual? <laughs> What's going on here? The thing is, like, here's a. a about the Muppet movies, like, the music in the original Muppet movies don't make them feel like musicals, even though there's musical numbers all the time. This feels like, no, this is the structure of a musical. It feels like it's a musical, like, production. It doesn't feel right to me. Like, I like the Muppets kind of, like, mismatch of, like, different rock and pop styles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That old folk that Henson loves so much. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that song... Yeah, there's that song. Chimney, <laughs> chimney sweeping, sweeping with Gonzo and Rizzo for a yeah. brief moment. Yeah, and I, I like. I'm sorry, we we kind of we obviously moved past it, but like I just wanted to say that like Fozzie needs to be funny, and like he doesn't get to be funny at all. He's nice. No. He's very. He's a good host. Yeah, no. but no comedy. Yeah. That's why, like you know, at all. like imagine Fozzie. Know me better, man. You know, like come on, <laughs> ah, do me in. justice. <laughs> uh. Uh, to that end, did you like him in the Seagull one, where he's he's sticky, stick, stick? He's got the fart shoes. Uh, and uh... You know what though? Like again, I watch I watched that movie as like I'm trying to think of well, where's Fozzie in his life, and Fozzie in that movie <laughs> is sad. so desperate to get back to the spotlight. Like come on, like like come on, like am I still funny? Like just let, I, he just needs that reassurance that he's <laughs> funny. I buy it. That's Fozzie being Fozzie. Yeah. Scrooge goes to the Cratchit residence and he gets to hear like. Mad shade thrown behind his back oh, by yeah. Piggy. Yeah, uh, you know Kermit. He's he's kind of civil. Well, he goes to his nephew's house first. We did. Oh, we we kind of yeah. And and he finds like, out that his nephew and like all of the guests at his house are like yeah. are, like making fun of him. Yeah, he's a hey, fucking a, a, a my uncle a dick. Like, <laughs> hey, who am I thinking of? It's an asshole. I don't know. Uh, Scrooge. Yeah, because we, oh. we laugh because it was like Gimli takes him there. Like he yeah. takes him there. He's like, oh, watch this. And then he sees that his nephew's like, fuck my uncle. Ha ha ha. He's like, let's get out of here. Like, <laughs> like you know you what you did, Gimli. <laughs> he's like, he took him there. He's like, you wanted to see joy. Here's people having fun at your expense. Sorry, yeah. Scrooge. And Scrooge is so broken, like, he's almost like, 
can't believe they would think that about me. Like, do you not I know I can't how believe I... that business is closed on Christmas. <laughs> I can't believe that people perceive me as an asshole. He's, like, he's what? Some, Wait, uh, I don't get... I, don't, I, I thought not oblivious. giving to charity yeah. was the right thing to do. Because I'm soul-searching to do. But then he gets to Piggy and Kermit's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, we, me and Katie were trying to break down, what does Kermit see in Piggy? I know she's aggressive, and maybe he's passive, and that works for them, but... I think behind closed doors when they're in bed, Kermit oh, is God. such a shit talker. <laughs> no, no, Fucking no, no, today, no, no. Fozzie really fucked up. <laughs> He's such an asshole, Kermit. I know. They, and that's how they bond. They're both <laughs> assholes, but Kermit hides it. No, better. no. See, if you follow the Muppet, the, the history of Kermit and Piggy uh-huh. in their relationship, and like we'll trace it back to the Muppet show. Okay. She's this performer mm-hmm. who is like a diva in the spotlight and assumes that Kermit is into her. Kermit has no interest in Piggy at all in the Muppet show. He's just like, yeah, just, oh, okay, Piggy, yeah, uh-huh. fine, whatever. Glosses over her. In the Muppet movie, she, like, falls in love with him, and he's still like, um, okay, like, <laughs> not really into it. In The Great Muppet Caper, they're playing roles in that movie, too, so it's, like, yeah. it's a little bit separate. Archetypes, and then you get yeah. to, like, Muppets Take Manhattan, where they're, like, they're kind of a thing, but she literally tricks him into marrying her. <laughs> yeah. Like, he he doesn't want to do that. He's like, I thought Gonzo was playing the minister. He doesn't know that they're getting gar- married, including, if you look at that last shot. Is where, that what happens? Yeah, they get married. But so, like manipulation? She cons him into marriage. And if you <laughs> oh look at God. that, it's really funny, too, because, like, if you look at the last shot, like, where there's the two of them like facing the camera in that movie and then they kind of like the moon comes under them and then they're moved to the top corner yeah kermit kind of looks at her like what the fuck just happened it's like, like the end of the graduate like they're on the bus he's like what the fuck do we do now yeah like <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so yeah crazy. and then you carry that into the future you know like oh my god so yeah i mean again they're playing roles in this movie but... right mm-hmm. and she's the wife and she's a very supportive wife and she doesn't take any shit and she's like, your boss is an asshole. He needs to give you more money. Our kids are dying. Yeah. <laughs> we meet the little baby frog and Bettina and Belina. Those are the pig daughter, the twins. Who... And she can't remember their names. Yeah. She's good... like, she mixes them up. Good work, Mom. Yeah. Uh, and then Kermit, and that's when we get the technical. I thought it was just enough, you know, seasoning when they see the legs of them singing on the street together. Yeah. yeah. It's just enough for me. Don't like it. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't think it was necessary. I did like it earlier in the movie where you just see the faraway shot of Kermit like standing and looking at the moon. Mm-hmm. Like right, still. Yeah. Yeah, like that was enough for me because like he wasn't moving. Like right. I'm fine with just like seeing a full body Muppet that the you don't normally man. see full bodied, but uh-huh. I don't like seeing him move so much. Unless it's motivated like by the script or something. Like unless there's an actual reason we need to see yeah, their legs they could have been to the scene waist up and that would have been yeah fine. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, tiny tim he's got respiratory problems he's got what is what does he have it's either pneumonia yeah. or whooping cough which was yes. more uh prominent or prominent in the, those days a remarkable child talk shit calls him stingy wicked badly uh dressed yeah. yeah, yeah, she went there. Yeah, but Kermit still insists on toasting him oh, well, at well, the table. He gave me tomorrow off, so uh, <laughs> he's such a pushover. Here's to Scrooge in this anyway. Mm-hmm. Kermit is just the nicest man in the world. Mm-hmm. And then after the toast, we get the ghost starts to go gray. The ghost Gimli starts to go gray, and I thought that was interesting. Oh, at this yeah, point, at that, yeah, she she oh, Caitlin sorry, questioned did I go, it. Jump too far? No, no, no. We were we were just saying like last night when we. She was like, "What? What happened?" We were both like, "Wait, what happened to his beard?" For a second, and then yeah, like, uh, immediately after, he's like, "Spirit, do you age?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. that's all I do. And then it's he, like, "Oh, I just it gets that. real." He says, "I'm gonna die like really soon." I'm, he takes him yeah. to where he's gonna die. Well, yeah. but wait, before we get to the ghost death, okay. um, we skipped over the musical number. Oh yeah, uh, the fifth best song. <laughs> in the, movie. Yeah, uh, the, cra- the Cratchit family ballad, mm. "Bless Us All." Yeah, uh, I just wrote snooze fest. This is what. This is the number where you get up and go make a sandwich yeah. in yep. the movie. Um, this is, are the kids asleep yet? Good. Let's put them to bed. Right, we can finish this movie. Yeah, it, was, it was Be yeah. Our Guest for me and Beauty and the Beast. What? I made a sandwich during Be Our Guest. No. Maybe because the song's about food and I got hungry, but also <laughs> oh, okay. not a lot like, happens in that song. It's yeah, visually what? interesting. That is a very visually interesting. It's very symmetrical and nice. And it's a production. That's what that's that is. A, that's, a, that's the act one finale. That's <laughs> true. Is Be Our Guest. I can't believe you that comparison very interesting interesting i don't i love the disney as much as you that is clear uh you uh that's okay i was raised on disney yeah you know 
I'm, so. I'm more cynical. I'm like, Christmas Carol? I just, I'll eat it this up. This morality I'll, tale? I just like, oh, tales of love and happiness? Give it to me. I will say this at the That's end. just joy. Uh, just like, like Click, which is a weird comparison, but the last ten minutes, you're crying of tears of joy. Yeah. Just like this movie. Uh, I'm like, this is great, but the, I get, I don't need the didactic soapbox, like, be a better person for an hour and yeah. ten minutes. Just personally. That's I me. mean, it's, you know, it is what it is because they're presenting, like, the truest form. <laughs> it's weird to say that as a Muppet movie, but they're presenting, for the most part, the truest form of the book, you know? Yeah, the and, source uh, material. The, uh, and that's the, the my dialogue. fundamental issue is the, I just don't like the story. I just, yeah. uh, I'm, sure. not, I'm, a, I'm a Scrooge, is what I am. Perhaps a little bit. A little oh. bit, yeah. Uh, the present, go after the song... The ghost of Christmas present dies, like at the yeah. stroke of twelve. Yeah. But, well, oh, we don't, we don't I think I'll go probably about midnight. <laughs> Who knows? We can't really say that he dies. He technically disappears in sparkles. In a lot okay? of uh, badly All animated right. sparkles. Yes. Right. Yeah, very multicolored, poorly animated sparkles. He just disappears. Something you know. happens to him. Yeah, he goes away. Whoa. And then, and then after that, there's just an awkward pause. Scrooge doesn't say anything. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. Uh-huh. There's just a big awkward beat, and then all of a sudden, ghost number three is yep. there. Boom. Like, they're like, well, how do we get from this point to that point? And they're like, you know what? Let's not. Let's just leave it for an awkward beat, uh-huh. and then go to the next ghost. Suddenly, he's there. Great. A little moment of reflection before the real lost point. Like, here it comes. I don't know. A little tension. But it was interesting. It's moment. interesting because... After the first ghost, Scrooge ends up back in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And in the book, he after the second ghost, he ends up back in his bedroom. Uh, but we they chose not to do that, and I wonder why. Ending, yeah. I wonder why, because it would have made a... Well, because basically, they're like, it's another, like, go all the way back to the bedroom just to leave yeah, right no. away again, you know? Like, yeah, I get it, but it still, it still felt... It, it felt awkward to me. Okay. That's, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, is it because it didn't follow what you were used to with the source material? No, just because it felt like it just felt jarring. It felt like there was no transition at all. Like just, they, like yeah. they had an opportunity to insert a transition, but they were like, you know what? No, we just we don't need it. So let's just cut it. Or perhaps it something. Cuts from, perhaps something else did get cut. I know there were yeah. several musical numbers that got cut from the movie itself. So well, maybe there was something else. So they wanted to get on this podcast. They yeah. knew that ninety two. Yeah. So. Uh, the future ghost does show up, and it, it does look like the Scrooged ghost. Yeah. Uh, he points Scrooge to his own death, the aftermath anyway, the post uh, Yeah, death. and they, so, Scrooge at this point is just like, fine, like, I knew you were coming, let's just get this over with, show me what I need to know. Mm-hmm. And they walk through this animated, like, black hole. Yeah, this weird <laughs> vortex that oh, just, like, this twisty <laughs> sky. Yeah, and, like, it's funny to me, like, as I watched it, like, Scrooge shows no reaction, no hesitation to just the appearance of this giant black hole. Like, when the first ghost, like, took him flying over London, he was, like, shitting his pants. And now all of a sudden, it, like, <laughs> but in a matter of, like, three hours, like, all of a sudden this time vortex opens up in front of you and he's just, like, unfazed. <laughs> yeah, Already. just walks through it. I'm like, all right, so Scrooge... Present me the vortex. <laughs> he's like, let's just get this over with. And it's just... like my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> Been around the block twice already. <laughs> Uh, pigs don't have nice things. They're like these regal top hat pigs. They're like, oh, I never liked them. <laughs> Maybe if there's food at the funeral. Then I'll go if yeah. they serve lunch. And obviously they're talking about Scrooge, but Scrooge is totally He's oblivious. Like, hey, who are they talking about, man? <laughs> like, hey, I wonder why the ghost is showing hey, me these hey, four random people talking about a random dead guy. They're really yeah. happy. Who who are they talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Ghost. It can't be about me. Ghost. ghost. Who are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then I have just the next beat. Tiny Tim dies, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Scrooge says like enough of this. Like, oh, I get it. Like, whoever this guy was that died, like that could be my own fate. And like. I can't be haunted by these, like, sayings. Show me some tenderness. Fuck the haters. <laughs> yeah. He says, show me some tenderness. Show me some tenderness in these And then <laughs> the spirit turns and points across the street yeah. to Bob's house. Bob Cratchit's house. Oh, very conveniently across the street from where we currently are. And Scrooge is like... Thank God want... he lives across from the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why he's so quiet. 
he wonders why it's so quiet over there. And yeah, that's when we find out that Tidy Tim is dead. Piggy's crying, of course. It's sad. Yeah, you know? and uh, like yeah. And child death and, in this movie. Like I'm hearing a, a Muppet cry, and I'm like, oh no, and like that's what got you. I'm, no, I'm starting to get there. Uh-huh. And then Kermit comes in, and then there's this two shot where like the two of them embrace each other, and they're kind of like looking down. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm about to bust, and I <laughs> I rolled a tear at yeah. puppets. Well, no. it's sad. It's well, real. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but shit gets real. Yeah. yeah. Scrooge asks the ghost if it isn't too late. He like basically begs him, and it's super like emotional performance from Michael Caine. It's it is ugly crying of uh, if you can <laughs> make like a top ten ugly crying scenes <laughs> in movies. He's a good whimper, like in a, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises when he like begs Bruce. So. Yeah. <laughs> a char- but a fire truck. It's very sad. And he points him to the grave. He's like, is it too late? And the fucking... Doesn't he just point him? He's like, points to the graveyard. Like, look, yeah. look. And then he's like... I, I, like, and he spends so much time stalling before looking yeah. at the grave. And he's like, you know no. it's your grave. And he keeps turning back to him like, no, spirit, no. Like, <laughs> it takes too It's like, at this point, he also even asks, he's just like, well, whose gravestone is that shit? <laughs> like, who do you think, motherfucker? <laughs> Idiot. Fucking idiot, man. Says, this, I could change this shit, right? Like, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. And then, the future isn't written yet. I saw that in Back to the Future too. <laughs> but he sees that it is three. his grave. And... Hey, come. It's not so, Like, what happens? Then he just goes back to reality, right? He wakes up. I write, suddenly, Scrooge yeah. is back in his bed. Yeah, he's like... No, what is, what's happening is, isn't like, it? he's weeping. He's, like, literally oh, yeah, weeping at his feet. Uh-huh. And, like, he like he's, like, crying with his head down. And then it just kind of, like... He's suddenly... The he's next crying thing, he, like, his, he lifts his head up and, like, he's, right? like, in his bed again. And yeah. It's such a sudden happy ending that we got here. Yeah, yeah. it's like, all right, you learned your lesson immediately. It's yeah. a very quick, three, you know, 180. And, and now it's all uh, just left after some shit and uh, of course the famous what day is it in exchange with the bunny yep. the little bean gets, bean gets the that line. liberty of being the uh, if you're going to cast sheep. anyone that's a Robin role that should have been Robin besides uh, Bob Cratch it's weird too because now his son his nephew is playing his son in this movie Robin is I always Kermit's thought that nephew. Yeah. Was Tiny Tim that, that Scrooge says in the story of Christmas I always did Carol? Too. Yeah, but what do I know? Proving how ignorant we are. Uh, we see Bunsen and Beaker again, and Scrooge gives him a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. money. Uh, he sings a song. Happy the song. sixth best song <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> With the joyful thankful heart. It just keeps going too. Like it, it just. I'm like, all right, is it over? And we'll repeat this melody. And we'll repeat the chorus. Repeat the chorus, and it will not change. And then that's it, right? Well, Scrooge then goes and makes it right with the Cratchits. Of course. He brings them He brings in the turkey. turkey. He makes the bunny carry the turkey the entire way. <laughs> that's a little he's, cruel. That's <laughs> not, well, uh, he's not... He's at 98%, okay? He's, yeah. And also, yeah. like... Hasn't got the details down, but he's got the general picture of it. And also, like, Scooter... Or, uh, I'm sorry, not Scooter. Beaker gives him his scarf. And he's yeah, all like, yeah, super gift. He's super joyous for that. But at the same time, I'd be like, dude, I can't take the scarf off your neck, man. It's cold out here. Yeah. But thank you for the offer. And then he, he really buries the lead at, at Kermit's. He just like, and that's another thing. If you if you fuck with somebody for too long, whether you're joking and that's the end game, if you do it too long, you're a dick. And yeah. he kind yeah. of like, in the he, door, he exceeds yeah. that. He yeah. pretends he's an asshole still. You know what just the perfect amount of time is? Oh. Robin Williams and Hook, where he's like, what? Yeah. yeah where he's just like, oh, what did I tell you about? Yeah. Oh, is he the moment? Immediate, immediate. <laughs> I love that moment. Yeah, that's great. Uh, this should have been that moment. Yeah. Just bring in a sponge, and then finally he says, he's, I'm going to raise your salary as a consequence well, of Well, after Piggy you. comes out and starts shouting yeah. in his face. Yeah. Well, yeah. I never, you stupid Well, I'll raise your salary. Right on the face, my what if she fucked it up for a Kermit by like saying just some really mean shit? And Scrooge's like, you know what? Forget it. I'll give it to the rats. <laughs> and he leaves. And Kermit gets fired because of his wife. Yeah, he just gives oh, the rats man. a bucket of coal. Each. Yeah, he gives them all the coal for the fire. That Is that all he gives them? Yeah, but I mean, they want the coal. That's the thing. It's like, as but Americans, want the coal. we're like, well, wait a but minute. Santa gives coal to, to bad children, but like, in you know the 1800s the rats are like no we need we coal need to light coal. fires motherfucker like can we have on. another scoop of coal in the fire and he's like bah humbug go yeah. fuck yourself you can freeze to death you're Lumps a rat of coal are good 
right. Yeah, and then um, we get the final number, the seventh best, yeah. <laughs> or the go? the worst song. It's like a reprise. Of... It's it it feels like a reprise, but I couldn't actually identify it as a reprise. Uh, thankful heart. Like, no, that, it's not. It's, it's like not. the love we uh, found. Oh no, it's not. It's, it's just weird, that weird, like ballady type, like outro. Yeah, it's this slow ass number that kind of ruins the happy ending. It does. Time, it's I'm so like, weird. I'm checked out by yeah, this like, point. The movie's over. Like, I kept listening. I'm like, is it gonna repeat something that I heard in an earlier song? Because it feels like it should just be a reprise. Of, I thought it was gonna be a reprise of the bless us all, bless us all. Yeah, no. Because that's how like. The book, right? I think the, you know, know Christmas Carol normally ends with Tiny Tim saying, at the table of Scrooge, and God bless us, everyone. And he does get to say that at the end. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. And then he sings again. (laughs) (laughs) And then they sing, yeah. It's a bad ending. It's it's poor choice of ending in this. Cut to credits. Yeah, just, just roll it. Just get us out of here. That's oh, a, one other interesting oh. thing that we noticed um, in watching the DVD. So we started to watch the movie, and then we wanted to pause for some reason, and yeah. we hit pause. We have the Blu-ray. Yeah, we have the Blu-ray. <laughs> and then this screen popped up when we hit pause, and it said, intermission will begin in 10, and oh. then it counted down, and we were like, what? The what's fuck? this I intermission? Inter- I don't want to watch a movie while I'm pausing this movie. Yeah, we're what's like, what's it, what's it going to go to? But it, then it transitioned, and... It shows different uh, performances of various Muppet groups singing different oh. Christmas carols and doing different acts. There's the Swedish Chef, and there were um, a group of the chickens, mm-hmm. like yeah, they were clucking. Singing, they were clucking. So if you just pause at a random point in the movie, you'll get an intermission. Yeah. Yeah, it's this. It takes you to this weird intermission. That's the Blu-ray. So if you have the 20th anniversary, um, it's not easy being Scrooge edition oh my Blu-ray. God. <laughs> Shameless edition. Oh God. I call it. But yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Like that some extra neat. little bonus footage. That is neat. Like, uh-huh. what, what's great is you can go back. Like, you can re. They could re-release Manhattan and shoot new stuff for the DVD because you just got to get the puppets out and get yeah. a, a performer mm-hmm. to do some. Things. I'm really excited. I'm really hoping that with the uh, the launch of that Disney app that they. Really, yeah. like they they've said, a the Muppets Muppet are section. gonna have they're gonna have their own you know they're gonna try Good. to reboot the Muppets for that. And I hope Good. that they get their own home because I feel like they're disappearing more and more the from Muppets Disney are World. So yeah, will your son be like a Muppet kid? At, he, at oh, all? he will because <laughs> but nostalgia. Like, well, only? thankfully, there's Muppet Babies. There's Muppet like, there's Babies. They brought those babies. back, they and they're good. Back. They're good, in my opinion, but they're not merchandising them as much as they could. Yeah, I don't see any. disappointing. No, they had like all six dolls. They had them we out for them, a couple and then, months. Like, they're gone now. Like they're yeah, really, they're not in stores anymore. At there's least no other Muppet merchandise well, out you there. You guys should maybe Santa will get you a, a Muppet <laughs> for Christmas. Well, we got a Muppet we'll Jack. He oh, doesn't know okay. that yet. Oh, Shh. don't tell him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the Muppet Christmas Carol. And as I said, it's, it's not Overall. my Muppets because, and I'll tell you why. Because I. I don't know. It's weird because I like the Great Muppet Caper, but I don't know that I like the Muppets playing characters. I want to see the Muppets being themselves, doing the things that they do, which is yeah, getting together and putting on a show. Like that's what the Muppets are all about. Like yeah. let's put on a show. We have to because we're Muppets. I want to see Kermit be Kermit. I don't want to see him as Cratchit. No, yeah. he's taking a back seat in this movie, yeah. and it's like it's it's. At the same time, you know, Jim Henson just died, so it's like, do you really want to have a new Kermit right up front center in this movie? Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, to Which, that extent, I can understand it, but at the same time, it's just like a hard place. I think for them, yeah, picking up the pieces, but because this movie sort of was already in like then. pre-production yeah. when he died or something like that. Like they were like, I think it's really sad that I'm most familiar with Muppets from Space uh, compared to Treasure Island and this. Like, what else is there in that era? I'll bet you I, I've never seen Muppets from Space because no. by that point I gave up on the Muppets. As soon as I saw Treasure Island, I was like, no, it's not very good. We're, we have it right on the list of ninety. I don't know. Maybe it might be. It might be on there, but. Uh, actually, it might not be on there because I think anyway, I would have put it already. But, but um, yeah, like, and then when they came back in the the Jason Siegel one, it's like, those were good. It was like, okay, it's cool. Like, it's the Muppets are like, they're reluctantly coming back. And they're old. They're like they're out of it. They're getting the band back together. Yeah, it's that thing. whole yeah, thing. I liked it. <clears throat> and then um, Muppets Most Wanted is its own thing. It's not it's, bad. I think it's, it's just, good. Yeah, I like fine. Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah. I, I look forward to the future of the Muppets. This one is just okay for me, I guess, if anything. I mean, I, again, having never seen Muppets from Space, I can't speak to the quality, but like, I would bet that this one is probably better than Muppets from Space. 
like as a Muppet movie. I don't know. Yeah. I think I enjoyed this movie well enough as a Christmas movie. I don't yeah. enjoy it as much as a Muppet movie. That That's what mind. I would say. Yeah, like I enjoy I like... watching this through my Christmas season yeah. because you get the Muppet exposure, and I want our kids to see that. And you know, but. Nobody's and, like I, I have a I, I kind of want to watch some Muppets and let me put on the Muppet Christmas Carol. Like, yeah, that's not happening. No, but at Christmas time, I like to watch this yes, movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. And it's like you got if you if you want to watch a Christmas movie or if somebody says we have to watch a Christmas movie and you're hanging out with your family, think about the choices you have and and then your Muppets you got. Your Muppets Christmas. There Carol. are far worse uh, Christmas movies to yeah, watch. Yeah, I guess that's Absolutely. what I'm saying. There are far we've worse versions of, of a Christmas Carol to and watch. And we've watched you know? those, yeah. And we'll watch more we're next year. We'll watch more next year. Great. Um, but that is it for this year. And that is it for the show for this year. We will be uh, uh, seeing you all in 2019 when we pick up with the second half of our. Uh, Isn't it 90... funny how, uh, you know, there's 52 weeks in a year? We're on almost every week. We have to go through another year to get to the end of our 90 yeah, a season, yeah. our first 90 a season is two years <laughs> unless we jump to two a week and we don't have the time to record that. Well, end well our first is season. it a season or is it a series? I mean, uh, are you going to do 90 more in season two? I think we will. I think, I think we'll think take we a will. brief break and come Ooh. back for 90 more, which is making this whole list seem less special as we go on. They're like, <laughs> no. well, then what's the point of it being 90 under 90? If well, this wave of movies, this is our first batch of 90. That's right. We're halfway through it. This is a little Christmas bonus for you guys. This actually, I don't know that this is going to count towards the uh, the first 90. I think this is a bonus. Oh. Because, um, yeah, we just released episode 45. We're going to pick up in January with episode 46. So, yeah, this, this is, is a just little, a bonus. Bonus! Christmas. Christmas bonus! Merry Christmas! Happy Hanukkah! Crazy Kwanzaa! Whatever you celebrate, <laughs> do it right in 2018! <laughs> Woo! Thank you. Yeah. She got very ethnic there for a minute. Well, I don't think I got very you ethnic. Don't have to play I just, that card. Wow, just, no, that was. Uh, she was, right. she was putting a little. I was animated. In. Gosh. Well, I I just I was Jared, taken aback. St- it wasn't it wasn't my wife. That's the thing. I was I didn't like what I was hearing. Don't be stupid. That 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 was a little. <laughs> that that was a little, a little ethnic. ethnic. Now that <laughs> you guys are crazy. All right. Well, that's it for this year. Um... <laughs> Is Irish and ethnic? <laughs> Any ethnic. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, that's it for this year. Uh, I am Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Caitlin Eden. Happy holidays. Happy and New that's Year. And that's a wrap. <laughs>